welcome to Romance at a Glance. I am your host, Shani, and with me is the beautiful, the ever-loving, delicious, magnificent, bestest, bestest romance friend in the whole wide world, Bridget. How you doing, Bridget? I am doing just fine after that intro. I feel good, Shani. I feel good. How are you? I feel good, Bridget, because this book was nice it was nice and you know what it was recommended to us by our patron molly shout out molly you did me good because i told molly that like molly i needed a book that was gonna get me into it and she said i got you girl i got you we are reading a ruthless creatures by jt gessinger and i you do not frequently read multiple books guys fans of the podcast listeners dear friends you guys know that if i read a book one and i like it i will immediately crush the whole series it's just a compulsion and i can't help myself shawnee however has rarely in this podcast been like oh i have to read book two immediately after you've read some book twos you've read some full series but not like oh i'm not gonna i'm just not gonna pause i'm gonna just immediately roll into the next one and when I tell you that Shawnee called me and was like, Bridget, I'm on book three. I was like, oh, <laughs> shit, I better get my shit together and read this book. Um, and I was very pleased. I was pleased. It was a fun romp. I don't want to talk too much about it in the intro, but I do want to say thank you to Molly, our patron. Absolutely. Thank you, Molly. You really hooked that up for me, girl. And while we are on the subject of Patreon, we have a new patron, Erin. Shout out to Erin. Erin, welcome to the family. And I hope you're joining us for book club because I'm very excited yes. about it. You guys, this is our first book of our first ever inaugural book club. We're going to have book club the second Sunday of every month, and it is for patrons only. You can join for as little as $2 and be a part of book club, and you can support us, support the podcast, and read filthy books with us. How we're going to do it is we're going to release this episode the week before book club so that you have time to listen to what we thought about it. You have time to read, and also then when we have book club you can not only talk about the book but you can also talk about the crazy shit we say on the podcast (laughs) anything we've ever said on the podcast that you want to talk about um it's going to be a raucous good time i'm very excited about it and i have been telling shawnee we've been we should do a book club for like two years so i'm excited that she caved molly (laughs) thank you again other patrons thank you again danielle and everyone because you guys were like hey maybe you could do like a book club at some point so it's here it's happening romance at a glance book club March 12th, first ever. You heard it here. <laughs> you heard it here first, kids. Actually, patrons, you heard it first, but public, public, dear listeners, you heard it first. first. <laughs> Go to patreon.com forward slash romance at a glance if you want to get it on the fun, or you, of course, can go to the link in whatever bio you happen to be listening in uh, to get, uh, get that link, get that juicy goodness. Yes, and if you haven't checked out, we've changed our tiers a bit on Patreon, so make sure you go and take a look at that. We're very excited. Mm. Now, Bridget, are you ready to get into this book, girl? Excuse me, I just burped, but yes, I am ready, Shawnee. <laughs> I'm fucking ready. Let's get this shit popping. Romance at a glance. Uh-huh. Romance at a glance. What you say now? Romance at a glance. Go ahead, girl. Okay, so you guys, this book is about our homegirl, whose name is Natalie. Had to think about that for a second. Okay, you guys, so Ruthless Creatures is by J.T. Geisinger. She is a best-selling author of steamy romances. This one is definitely in the dark romance, mafia romance, erotica realm. Um, 
It is about Natalie. Oh, some triggers I should mention before we get started. She has a fiance who disappeared, presumed dead. There's talk of past uh, desire for suicide. There's definitely kink of a variety of kinds, lots of dirty talking. Of course, it's mafia. So there's guns, blood, mayhem, uh, kidnapping. Did I miss anything? A lot of dark romance themes. Yeah, I mean, it's, okay. it's a mafia book. I feel like everything yeah. in here is. Well, real I just mafia. wanted to let the people know, Shawnee, before Absolutely. I get into this, just into this uh, this uh, synopsis where I immediately say, <laughs> five years ago, Natalie's fiance disappeared, presumed dead, <laughs> and she was. Uh, it was like the day before her wedding, and which is like super rude. And she never finds out what happened. And her best friend Sloane is like, "Look, it's been five years. You have to." stop mourning this ghost and you have to hop on some new d enter a mysterious stranger who moves in next door who is tall dark and dangerous his name is cage and he is full of secrets and also just a straight up smoke show and lives next door and she sees him through the window and she's like staring at him and then he sees her staring and there's more staring and then there's a a knock at the door and i'm like yeah you stared and he's a mafia man now you don't get it get it girl um and basically he craggles she event you know she's like a is she a kindergarten teacher she's a teacher of some art teacher yeah and she's you know she's kind of like the sloan's like the crazy friend who like fucks everything and like lives a wild life and she's like the art teacher of grade schoolers who lives a quiet life and wanted to get married and is sad because her fiance disappeared so they basically go out one night together she gets a little lit, her and Cage get into a little funky business. And then uh, slowly throughout the book, she finds out he's in the mafia and bullets start to fly. And she unravels the mystery of what happened to her fiance. Shawnee, take us away. Yeah. What were your thoughts about the narrator? Tell us about the audiobook. So, okay. So the narration was, was solid. Um, but now, like when I'm thinking about it, the, the guy who was narrating, so the narrators were Troy Duran, Brooke Daniels, and Michelle Sparks. Um, but the okay. guy, Troy, oh, when I tell you he had that low growl rumble mm-hmm. voice, it was perfect for this book it was perfect for when you think of a guy who could own your ass you know what i mean like when you think of the person who could just like hold you down and do that thing Mm -hmm. his voice his voice was perfect it's perfectly delicious can i tell you something can i tell you something funny johnny i was just watching magic mike xxl while i was washing dishes and i first of all could never ever go to a strip show like that because if some motherfucker picked me up and put his crotch in my face i would be like knife hand like not my watching it on the movie sure but like i in no way shape or form want you to touch my body like in that way uh-huh. i don't know why i've always been that way and then also like when i've listened to like those people on tiktok or even audiobooks where the guy is like or whatever like it just makes me like it like totally takes me out of it it makes me giggle and like uncomfortable and like not the fun uncomfortable way but in a like oh my god i'm so embarrassed for you like when i see people who are doing like thirst traps and they're like oh my god i don't know why but it doesn't turn me on it just makes me uncomfortable i'm like oh my god you're in your bedroom alone and you like hoiled your <laughs> you my baby i just want and, like, you to know. I get, <laughs> I just—I don't know why I'm like this, Shawnee. But read it or watch a movie about it. If there's a story related to it, I'm like into it. But separated from the story, I'm like so uncomfortable <laughs> with everything that's happening. 
So wait a minute. So as soon as you said Magic Mike XXL, my brain said, I forgot that those movies existed and I have never seen them. So uh, while you were talking, really? I, me- I immediately Googled, where can I watch it? And it pulled up on Netflix. So I'm watching the trailer. It's on Netflix. Right? It's on right Netflix. Now. That's why I watch it. It's on Netflix. Yeah. You just got on Netflix. Yeah, watch, but I'm watching, uh, what's his name? Was married to Sophia uh, Vergara. Joe, Joe Mag- Mag- Mangiello. 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 Yes. Magnanello. Which, which so I'm finding their roots we found out that that homie was black and I feel like every black person was like, yo, <laughs> yep. yes, he is. <laughs> but, but he's on the cover, like making love to a soda machine. <laughs> yeah. And it I'm seems like, so good. It's so pure. It's one of the best scenes in cinema. I'm, I'm like, ridiculous. <laughs> the second I have, the second I have to go watch this movie, it's happening. I mean, it's happening. you should immediately watch it and tell me what you think. Cause it's yes. a magical, um, it's like the most fun romp. There's the most dancing compared to movie one. I didn't watch movie three yet because it looks sad and depressing and I don't want to see it. Um, this one was just like pure about like the celebration of female pleasure and them oh. wanting to give women what they want and wanting women to smile and wanting to be the person who brings them that joy and have one last romp with their friends. And it's, it's beautiful. It's, oh my God. it's a great Listen, movie. If there's any listener out there who wants to watch this room with me and be uncomfortable together, please just hit me up. Just DM me. Y'all know y'all just DM, yeah, sign DM me. We gonna do it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I will watch, I will rewatch it. I just watched it today, but I will rewatch it. Bro. Uh because I enjoyed it. It's great. It's great. The <laughs> dancing watch. is wonderful. Listen, the I'll abs are popping. They all got a pump in right before filming every scene. And uh there's good comedy, good banter, a little Listen, good good heart, you know. I'll watch this with you as long as Leo's not there. <laughs> He's not gonna. I mean, he did see the first one, but he's not gonna watch it. He's gonna be gaming, obviously. I'm fucking around. Right. <laughs> he's gaming right now. Oh, Anyways, man. let's talk about this book, Johnny. Yeah, I. That was like a side note. So my life dream was always as a child to have someone move in next door mm. who I would fall in love with. Absolutely. <laughs> you this, told me this, that. She just told me this before. This is a fact. Has, it's happened in so many films and movies and television shows and books that I was convinced that that was a reasonable expectation for my life, <laughs> that the love of my life would move in next door as a child. And even when we moved, when my parents got divorced, I was like, Ooh, I'll have two houses, double the chance <laughs> for the love of my life to move next door. Every time someone moved onto my dad's block or into the condo, like, condo place that my mom lived in I was like looking at the moving trucks like is this where the love of my life moves in he's maybe my age maybe he's a year older maybe he's two years older I don't know maybe things are getting crazy like (laughs) 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 we're gonna spend like late night angsty talks in the patio or on the rooftop (laughs) I was convinced so when he moved in next door and they instantly and she instantly fell in lust with him I was like well yes that's completely believable Believable. (laughs) even now as an adult happily married kids dog getting chickens tomorrow excited about it i would still we're gonna have a new family maybe gonna move in at some point next door if they ever sell their house uh it could happen i don't know i'm just saying i could maybe the love of my life will move in next door i don't (laughs) (laughs) it could still happen johnny i'm only 36 it could still happen leo might die 
at some Bridget. point in his life. And I might be an 80 year old lady and next door to me in the retirement community, Alfred moves in. And now me and Alfred are soulmates. Listen, listen, on this day in 2023, I am predicting that Bridget is going to be a one polyamorous motherfucking kinky ass motherfucking No, it's not about, because like, I honestly don't want anyone but my husband, which is like the joke of this, is like, I go out and I see people and I'm like, oh yeah, you're attractive. Okay, that's cool. But like, I don't feel any of that like... Ooh, like I like that feeling of like, ooh, I want to go meet those people. Yeah. I just want the love of my life to move in next door. <laughs> Separately from being polyamorous. <laughs> like in my fantasy, like, like there's been a horrible tragedy or I'm an old lady or something like that. Not like Listen, not man. like Leo's. Listen, I mean, man. I think he would honestly be fine with it, but like <laughs> Listen, man. I hear I hear the words that are coming out of your mouth, but I've lived too many <laughs> lifetimes and seen too many things. <laughs> hilarious i will obviously oh, okay, keep okay. you and all of our dear listeners posted should that yes, happen please do. so anyways the premise <laughs> of this made complete sense to me um yeah. i read some reviews that said they did not like the best friend sloan because she was basically like her advice was like go hop on some dick and i was like that's pretty solid advice like solid. it's been five years her friend has tried the morning like not morning <laughs> she's been in morning but like she's tried just regular like going on casual dates and it's like that hasn't worked for you in five years. Like you need to just get your socks rock. Try something new. The other, the other things weren't working. Go try this dude. Why not? I went I, down for Sloan. I liked her. I literally, I literally just gave that advice to my cousin. She, she didn't have her kids for a couple of weeks or whatever. And guys was talking to her and I said, girl, just hop on some, get, just get yeah. your rocks popping. <laughs> like, don't yes. bring it, don't bring it home, but just hop on it. No, you know what I mean? no, no, no. <laughs> Yeah, it's like go go like couple counties over so that mm-hmm. you never have the risk of running into them ever again. Never, never. like <laughs> drive drive out somewhere and turn Tinder on hours away from your home. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes like in books like this, the best friends like will annoy me. Uh, mm-hmm. Sloan Slo- just like she was all right. Just like every now and then she slightly annoyed me, but it wasn't like an overall like one of those annoying best friends for the entire book type thing. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was fine with it. Um, or whatever um also like i love how the book starts with her like you know seeing him that like that like push and pull with her seeing him and he and he's the neighbor and he just moved in and he was not like intending to stay at that house right that was just that was just supposed to be a blip because i don't know i I don't know if we're talking about the end yet but he was just supposed to be there for a little bit of time but then when he started talking to her he was like, you know what? I'm going to hang on to this house. Like, because <laughs> we're going to need some space. <laughs> yeah. So his basic job going there was that he's the second in command of this mafia, Russian mafia dude. And her fiance was washing their money for them. He was their accountant. And then he stole money. And that's why he faked his own death because he stole money and they were trying to kill him. So yeah. basically his job was to go there and see if she knew anything about where the guy had gone with the money yeah and if not leave her there and if so you know kidnap her threaten her etc cetera, etc cetera. and yeah he was supposed to be there for a hot second he had already ascertained that she knew nothing and then he was like however maybe i'll stay for a few weeks and <laughs> quietly lust over you from afar yeah. You know, the one story that I, that I didn't like that much in this is so she goes on a few dates with this like sheriff cop yeah. in town. And she basically is like, hey, I think you're a nice guy, but thanks, but no thanks. Like yeah. she's nice about it. 
breaks it off. It feels like it should be something like pretty easy peasy. And he starts to like kind of stalk her and not kind of, he starts to stalk her and yeah. like drive by her house all the time. And he starts to get aggressive and like come, you know, like walk up to her as she's like going in her house, like scary stuff. And, you know, he's obviously like a mafia killer. So like good that he's next door. Um, and she has a gun, like her grandpa's shotgun. So one time he comes on her porch and she gets a shotgun and she's like, get off my porch or I will shoot you. And I was like, yes, yes. Natalie. Yes. This is the this, heroine I like. This is why I like this book though. Right? Yeah, so, I was like, and I don't even know if this book is so spectacular other than the fact that I was, I've been so underwhelmed. Right. Right. Yeah. Like I felt, I felt like the bar was on the floor. I was tired of reading things where the girl was like, you know, starting the book off strong and then ending on like the dumbest, weakest, stupidest yeah. note. I, it makes yeah. those, those types of things make me feel like the author thinks I'm stupid as a reader, you know, mm-hmm. and and I take it personal. <laughs> I take it so personal. <laughs> and I just felt like I just felt like that was happening in a lot of books. And we were reading a lot of books where I wasn't I wasn't right there with the heroine, just like, yeah, let's go, <laughs> you know, and these mm-hmm. books, this series of books, like it ebbed and flowed, but that's like the author writes strong uh, female characters. And that made me happy. And I mean, and she gave me a little bit of that, a little bit of the stupid too, but like not in a way where I was losing mad respect for my character along the book. You know what I mean? And she mm-hmm. was so, she was self-aware enough to write it in when it happened, you know, like I, sh- I really yeah. should not be here. This is some dumb ass shit, but you know what? I'm going to see where it goes. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and haven't we all done that before? Cause I know I have where I'm I like, mean- I shouldn't be here, but <laughs> on the <sighs> other hand, <laughs> you know the pain the- is good and i don't know what i want to say except for i would like to have sex with it again <laughs> yo you know it's true shani you know it's true bro, i didn't say shit bro <laughs> I, say shit. I also enjoy in general like we're not talking about books two and three yet but i do enjoy a book where like she fully ended this story this book stands alone there is no cliffhanger in their relationship there is no like oh part two they're having issues and blah no like they are very solid in book two they were very solid all the way through there is no issue with them in book two or three like they are a pair and that is it and i like that one but they're in book two because book two is sloan's book so i like when series are like this when the author doesn't fuck with your emotions you get your happily ever after and then we move on, but you still get to see them. You still get to enjoy the sweetness and the hotness and the sexiness and whatever. Um, and just like reminisce on those feelings from book one, but it's H E A time. Yeah, I, I agree. Cause I don't like when I feel like they're milking the Kindle pages, like, you know, yeah. oh, at the end and then they broke up and now I'm not going to go to yeah. two. So like, yeah. no, this one totally wrapped up. I will say though, that the book for me, was uh the storyline was very predictable right like i knew like her fiance the fiance that had gone missing like the way the way they find him at the end like that's what i imagined was gonna happen 
I she turned into Nicolas Cage from National Treasure. She was like, <laughs> I found this key. I went to this lockbox. I unlocked the lockbox. Then it was a code that only I would know. And then I scraped behind this thing in my house. And then I found this thing. And then I had cash. And so I left my phone so he couldn't find me. And I went with cash on this jet. Like it was the most absurd. Like this lady is a fucking teacher from Lake Tahoe. This bitch would not know how to do all this espionage shit. There's no fucking way. But also, I was like, you know what? I'm fine with that because she had to confront him. And when she did confront him, like you said, she started the book strong. She started the book with like a real point of view and a moral and a strength of character mm-hmm. and a sassiness and a real sarcastic streak and dark streak in her humor. Yeah. And she carried that shit all the way through, which was why she was a good match for someone in the mafia. Um, you know, he's like, do you want me to kill him? And she's like, let me think about it for a minute. (laughs) But when he's like, oh, I've always loved you. And she's like, fuck you, bro. You have another wife here. You fucking kid here. Are you kidding me? Like she, she like rips him a new one, tells the new lady, oh, by the way, he, he was going to marry me and left me and like, just blows his whole spot up. And I liked that. I, I thought, I thought I liked that he didn't, he didn't give him the comeuppance. She did. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like that a lot. You know what I really like about this book? I don't know. <laughs> the dirty. The I like There's a lot I like of the, fucking No, I like, the, I like the dirty talk. I like when he's... Oh, when he's, so good. Yeah, I like when he's talking to her. He's, and he's talking yeah. nasty. And then that guy had that growl. I told you that growl. It gets me in my primal <laughs> brain. My lizard brain just start, starts tweaking. I, I get a lizard brain. I'm not yeah. lying to you, man. Like, okay, so let me just... I gotta tell you this because it's... Every every time I this happens, I think of you. So I think I told <laughs> we 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 listened to a book where it was like a mafia guy named Spider. Was Spider in um uh was he in these books? It might have been these books. I think so. He was in book three. I think yeah, Two and book three. Because I I read another book with a spider, but this I think it was in these books. So metal, my partner, my partner, uh, was like put it on like out loud so I could hear it too. So he listened to the book with me, and every ever since then he walks up behind me right in my ear and he goes, "It's spider." <laughs> <laughs> he picked he picked the literal worst part of it. You could have picked anything sexy from the book and instead he picked the fucking stupid part. And you're like. Why did you do this to me? Every time he goes, he, he says, I want to speak to you in your language of love. And I'm like, bro, if you don't get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> if you don't get out of my face right now, I won't kill you. Bro, but, but it did inspire him to, to start talking like way more dirty. So that yes. I will say, I was like, I think he just was like, oh, is this what y'all is this what y'all doing? <laughs> I told I told Leo recently. He's like, yeah, but I don't know what to say. I said, I said, it doesn't really matter that much because it's not about you're not saying what you're going to do. You're just saying what you might. Yeah. I said, what or, could happen? Uh-huh. Anything that could happen, or just tell me how it feels and just tell me that I'm hot. Yeah. Or just like tell, I mean. tell me just like what you feel so bright. good. You're yeah. so hot. Feel so good. Yes. You're so hot. I'm like, like, yes, I am. Thank you very much. <laughs> That's all I need. Or you can say, next, I'm gonna do this. Doesn't matter if you do it. Yeah. You can say some crazy shit. I'm gonna tie you up. You don't have to tie me up. It's not about tying me up. It's about telling me that it might happen. <laughs> so now my brain's going, Oh shit, Whoa, it can shit. happen. 
Okay. And then I'm like, kaplow, kaplow, kaplow. So in this book, he says, this is like one of of the things that always makes me laugh. He says like, um, I'm a bad guy, right? He tells her, I'm a bad guy. And she's like, you know, like, well, no, he's like, no, no, no. Like, I'm a really, really bad guy. <laughs> like, he doesn't mince any words about it. He's like, I won't lie to you. I might not just tell you like nothing, but I'm not going to lie to you. Right. Which I, mm-hmm. I, I like that. I like that when people are just kind of like honest like that. And in her own brain, she's like, maybe I shouldn't, but you can't be that bad. I'm like, my, my dude, he said, Ooh. I am a very, very bad guy. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And later, later on, she finds out, like, because she hears, hears, um, like that he's in the Russian mafia, and she can't tell if he's like the big boss. And she asks him, <laughs> and he's like, "Well, I'm second from the top." And she, in her mind, she's like, "Oh my god, he's a bad guy." And I'm like, "Bitch, he told you. He said, <laughs> he said I'm a bad guy. <laughs> a very bad guy." He said, and I quote, "I am a very bad guy." A very bad guy. <laughs> you know I do again, going back to the trope. I do love a bad guy who's willing to do anything for her because. Yes. He was literally willing to kill his own boss to mm-hmm. keep her safe. Yep. Like hit the head of the Russian mafia. For Just, her, so he his own boss. Yep. Just so he could be with her. That's rom- that's romance, Bridge. That's romance. That's romance. That's, that's real romance. romance. <laughs> also a red flag in real life, my friends run away. If they say they're bad, believe them. If they say they're a piece of shit, believe them. If they say they can't be on time, believe them. If they say all the things, you just believe them. But in a book, they could change. You could change them with your pussy. Pussy power. Pussy power. I feel like that's I feel like that's the fourth power puff girl. <laughs> what's your power um i yeah i'm gonna read you a quote just because i know you like quotes um okay. i also like when when yeah i'll just read it to you <laughs> i feel like you, you're gonna know what i'm saying okay uh because this one kind of combines a little bit of a uh, dirty a lot dirty and a little bit of just like that feeling of like your mindness. Mm. Okay, he says, You were born to be mine, my queen. You don't kneel for anyone but me, and I fucking worship you for it. He slaps my exposed, aching pussy slightly harder, testing me. I was like, Oh, test your cage. Beautiful. It paints like the most beautiful. beautiful paints image. a picture. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like one of those things, like, you know, especially when you're like raised in purity culture you're mm-hmm. like not supposed to be a whore you know <laughs> like everything is like not mm-hmm. supposed to be a whore and if you are the guys who are raising raised in purity culture they want you to be a whore but if you're a whore for them then that's bad they won't marry you or whatever yeah, yeah. then you're a whore <laughs> you're like what the fuck right yeah. and i just really appreciate a man who loves when you're a whore for him and treats you like the lady you two are you know what i'm saying let's go mm-hmm. like that's just delicious and I want my man to be a whore. I love, I love a cool whore. I do too. I don't want to marry someone who like doesn't know what they're doing. I want someone who's had a little experience, someone else to break them in a little bit and, you know, can get it, get it done. Yo. All, and, 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 or someone who can take direction well. That's key. Because if you don't have a ton of experience or if you do either way, you have to be able to communicate and take direction because you're not feeling the feelings in my body. Obviously you can watch the cues, but you're not literally in my body with me. And so if I'm yeah. like, hold it right there and don't change the rhythm. And then you start changing the rhythm. That's a problem. That's an issue. 
Yo, I have I have this friend. I'm not gonna say his name, but if there's any uh, single ladies, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) It's such a basic ass name, just like that. Kevin, (laughs) you were so close, Eric. Listen, listen, ladies, if you're in the LA area over 35, okay, because we ain't, we ain't playing the young stuff. Okay, over 35, I have this friend, and his motto is, is like, yo, whatever she tell me, she's like, he's like, I always ask him, like, are you are you a little on the freaky side or whatever? He's like, I am whatever she is. <laughs> that's what he says. He says, if she tell me to do something, if she tells me she wants this, that's what I'm gonna do. If she tells me this, I, <laughs> I was like, I was like, that's, that's a key that's right great. there. That's what that is. Yes. And also, I want to find him a really, really awesome uh, girlfriend. Lady so, in the street, but a freak in the bed. Yeah. Freak in the bed. That's, that's what I'm saying. He, yeah. You know, he, he deserves it. You probably deserve it too. He's really awesome. Yeah. He's a songwriter. I'm just saying. He has a he has a cat. Okay. I know that's very specific. That's a very specific <laughs> type of man. I'm just going to put it out there right now. He, he, he loves her dearly. Okay. Um, but DM me. <laughs> But DM me. But DM me. <laughs> Not me. Shawnee. DM Shawnee. <laughs> DM Romans at a glance. <laughs> oh, oh, man. That's so funny. <laughs> I, um, I support it. I support it. Let's find yeah. love on the Romance at a Glance podcast. It feels I'm just, right. I'm just it saying, right. like, I have a longing to just connect with people. Like, we're, we are on the other side of this talking, and we, I just want to meet y'all. DM me. Let's chitter chat, man. <laughs> Yeah, let's chitter chat. <laughs> let's chitter chat. <laughs> oh my god! I recommend Thank all you. of these books, by the way. I recommend. Them. We know, Shawnee. We can hear it in your voice. This is yes. a giggle. You got the giggles, girl. I'm trying to think of okay so I will say that for a mafia romance the mafia doesn't really play a big part in this book it plays a big part in books two three and four or four yeah two three um I don't think I I don't think I read four um but it doesn't really play a big part in this book it's like in the background in the sense that we know he's in the mafia but for the most part the book takes place in her town um and he's the only mafia person there for the most part. Um, So there are like moments where you hear about stuff or where he's explaining stuff, but it all kind of happens off, off camera and or off the page. um, Or like in passing. And it's not really until like the end of the book where the mafia, where she like goes to find the fiance and the mafia stuff starts to really get more present um, and then in book two, now they're in New York, which is like the head of his mafia uh, donness. And now, like book two, is very much about the mafia. Yeah. Um, in a way that this book isn't for a mafia book. Well, like I feel like this book, obviously, it's a setup book, and so generally the setup books I don't really like that much. But this was a good setup. Like I feel like they no, did it. You know, like for a setup book, this was a this was a good setup. I also like I really like an alpha male like in a book, but I ride this weird line of <clears throat> of it like being too alpha male, like mm-hmm. like it does like that toxicity line, you know. Um, mm-hmm. And for and for me, this like was right right on that line for me. <laughs> I was yeah. like, oh, she really got me right in this line. And I, I realized what it is is that. If you have an alpha male, even if he's a tiny bit like kind of toxic, but the the female is like giving him, giving him the certain like serving him shit the yeah. whole time, then it feels like an equal 
partnership yep. versus when they're an alpha male and they're just completely dominating the uh, the you know the heroine in the story like that doesn't feel good to me i like to scrap i like the fight i like and and I, it could get it could get scrappier for me like i want authors to like really make them fight in these books <laughs> yes yeah i agree with you 100 percent. like if she's with this dominant dude and he's telling her to do all these things and then she's just doing all of them that's not that fun for me to read like she has to be spitting some fire back she has to be um you know telling him he's like not he's wrong he's off his rocker and then sometimes obviously i would like the punishment to happen and i would like him to like set her straight or whatever but yeah i liked i thought she was a strong character i liked her uh quite a bit and she remains through the series a strong character and remains through the series his true equal, like the one person who can get him to really back down. And she's like, um, not to spoil the second book too much, but at one point he's talking on the phone to someone and she's like, give me the phone. And he's like, what? And she like snatches it out of his hand and gives him a death glare and like walks over and, and starts talking to the person on the phone. And I like that because if she's just sitting there quietly while he's handling all the business, um, that for me is not as much fun as, yeah. as this book was. I agree with you. I thought this was a really good setup book. I thought, uh, smart wise, great, hot, dirty talk, great chemistry. Um, uh, just goodness all around. Mm-hmm. I love a good voyeur moment through a window, especially when it was her doing it. Yep. Um, I like a good kitchen table. I like, um, I like in general when there's, um, you know, in a mafia romance, I want there to be a little bit of like blood and mayhem. And there was a little bit of blood and mayhem, which I enjoy. Mm -hmm. Um, a little bit of like, oh my God, you're bleeding in my house. Kind of like, let me (laughs) stitch you up. What's happening? Um, and he's like, but also I'll still fuck your brains out while I'm bleeding. And I'm like, yeah, great. Yeah, absolutely. Not realistic. Where is it realistic? Do I care? No, I don't. No. no, I do just, not. I don't read these books for realism. I read these lick, books for you lick fun. the blood a little, you know, you just lick, lick the blood yeah. a little. It's going to be going yes. right. <laughs> yes, exactly. I don't think yeah. that happens in this book, but I love it. No. Um, and, and both of us immediately read book two. So that really tells you something. Yeah. Um, do you have any other quotes that you want to tell the fair folk about? Uh, no, my one quote that I had was about what I was talking about before, which was okay. when he said, um, the line was a bad she was thinking this a bad man would never warn a woman he, <laughs> a bad man would never warn a woman he wanted that he wasn't good and he says it's not hyperbole <laughs> and i just thought that, was, <laughs> that should just made me laugh <laughs> he's, he's, he's like bitch i am i am not faking you out right now stop playing but also like i feel like you know when i when i read mafia books or even like watch like 365 like once you find out what the person does, like they're in the mafia, or whatever. Like you really don't have too many options to leave that person <laughs> because even no. if they're even if they're like you could leave, I'd be scared as shit to leave. I'd be like, God damn, I guess I'm in this for life. I'd like, be like well, I'll be an ivory princess in a tower for the rest of my life. Sounds you know what I'm saying? great. Well, like couples therapy. You like, are we doing that? Leave. Well, I got Netflix and a Kindle, so I don't really need to go anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> and like I always say there's like nothing not, not there's no such thing as too much sex but I yeah. am I'm actually really starting to feel that when I'm reading and it's not specifically this book but it's something I've just been like over the last you know year trying to identify as we've been reading and I've been like very unhappy with what I'm reading and I realize mm-hmm. like so if you watch the movie 365 
that mm-hmm. it, it's just hot sex the whole the whole series the whole whatever but after yeah. after movie one she doesn't do anything in the book but like be around him and then finally she gets she's like i'm bored so she gets like a fashion job but they don't really show so much of what she's doing on her day-to-day like everything feels like she revolves around him and being available to him and like and and they're always banging and it just feels like they don't have anything in common but the banging also i agree and i was gonna i was i 100 agree with you i think First of all, we watched those together, and you know my thoughts are that those movies are terrible um, <laughs> as movies, and um, it, like very nicely shot. I mean, the acting was fine. I, I liked her like acting and stuff, but I think that book. I'm gonna put it together with a rom com, a teenage rom com. Maybe you don't see the parallels, but I'm gonna tell you them. You start out book one, movie one in this case, of the kissing booth. <laughs> <laughs> also. They fall in love and it's very intense. Theirs is more like rom-com cute, intense, but like they're very in love. Yeah. Movie two, they introduce a second person that they could be in love with. She could specifically be in love with. And they have way more in, way more in common. Yeah. And then she starts to fight with the other one and there's conflict and there's doubt and there's suspicion and there's literally same, same things happening in both movies. Yeah. Completely different movie. <laughs> And so you're like, well, fuck that first dude. I liked him in the first movie. He's a piece of shit now. She should go date this other dude. This other dude's way cooler and hot as hell. Let's get it. And then at the end, for absolutely no reason, chooses the first one. Yeah. And you're like, well, that was dumb. Then movie three, you're like, well, obviously that guy shouldn't even be in the movie because we've moved past him. No, we haven't. He's back again. He's back again and again proves that he's the better choice in so many ways. The way he treats her, the way he talks about her, the way he's like what he's willing to sacrifice for her. And yet again, actually, technically in the kissing booth, she chooses to be by herself. Um, But then six years later, they like time jump and then she they're like going to go on a date. They're like, okay, I guess they end up together. But either either way, she ends Mm -hmm. up with the wrong dude in both movies. I stand by this come at me if you want parallels rom-com teens and the dirtiest movie on the internet or on netflix also highly recommend these books (laughs) highly recommend these books let's circle back my rating for natalie is a let's take a break just kidding we'll be right back Dear Romance Besties, if you want to support the show, head over to patreon.com forward slash romance at a glance to check out our awesome perks, including stickers, watching movies with us, naughty book boxes, and you can even be on the show. Can't be a patron? You can still support the show by purchasing books or things we recommend through our affiliate links on our show notes and our dope ass website. Thanks for the commish. Or you can leave a review for the show on Apple Podcasts. Screenshot your review, send it to us on Instagram, and we'll send you some stickers. Now bridge let's get back to the ratings yeah all right johnny so my ratings for this book are gonna be a quick dirty and nasty you ready mm-hmm. classy to nasty i think this book is mafia nasty it's like dirty talk nasty a little bit yeah. of gunfire it's not like bdsm nasty it's mafia nasty yeah i mean this was i i would call it like bdsm light like it it's was pretty, like yeah kinky ish you know it's a little kinky 
Oh, so okay. if you like, if you like a little, because I'm a little, you know, a little, a little spanking, a little, a little spanking, a little whatever, a little, little token, a little, you know, yeah, very light. You know what I mean? Light. Um, so, and I liked it. It was, it was perfect for me. I was invested more yeah. in their relationship. I did feel like they had moments where you felt that they were getting to know each other, which I really yeah. liked about it. The banter, this author writes banter really well. Um, so there was moments where I was laughing out loud, which I like. I know that I like a book when I like break like my own fourth wall. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Looking around the room, like, did you hear that shit? It was hilarious. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, so so I would definitely uh, recommend it. It is it is esteem. It is esteem. Let me tell you. Okay, would you give Natalie a four? I would give Natalie. I'm, I'm guess. Yeah, I'm guessing I, you gave her a four. I gave her a four. <laughs> I gave Natalie. Okay, you, you right. You right, girl. You're right. I did too. Okay, I'm gonna guess that you gave Cage a 3.5 if we were allowed to give half stars, but we're not, so a three. <laughs> no, 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 no. I gave him a four. I was ready, and I okay. was in the, I was in the mood for an alpha male. You know, I, he he was a tiny bit toxic, and I I wasn't mad at it. You know, I thought they. <laughs> I wasn't. I was ready. I was ready for these yeah. books, you know. And to me, like, also, like, you know, when I say I love these books, I'm not saying that they're like, you know, a cinematic masterpiece or anything, but they are solid. Huh. It was like they were solid for me. Solid reads. I enjoyed it. Went on the journey, and I was really excited to just like read a book that made me want to read book two, three, four, and five. Like sometimes we read this podcast. We do the podcast, and I read book one. And we get seduced by a cover and a yeah. description and recommendations. And then we read the book and we're like, rut row. Y'all and are I, wrong. Fuck you I, guys. I want to read. I want to read the rest I of the high school. <laughs> like, I have so much going on in my life that the next book yeah. has to be worth it. If I'm going to give time to the book, For it's sure. got to be worth it. So I was really happy that these these were just a solid, you know, nice book. Step up from a potato chip book. You know what I mean? Just like in that real good. I agree. Good I agree. I gave I gave the whole book a four. I enjoyed it. I also I was like I will say that I liked the second book better. Yeah, I think. Um I liked the second protagonist better. I think this guy was like a 3 for me. I mean, he was close to a, I feel like in terms of the bedroom, I feel like he was a 5, but I feel like he was like a three. Cause I feel like he didn't get quite as much character development as I maybe wanted him to. Mm. Um, and so I gave him a three board. I mean, it would be like a borderline four, maybe, but like I gave him a three. Cause I was like, you know what? I wanted a little bit more from me, my friend, but in the bedroom, he was laying it down, laying that pipe. So I was fine <laughs> with it. Uh, the book overall was a four. Um, I went right for book two right after. Yes. Um, we will be talking about book two and three on Patreon. So again, if you guys want to come join us as we discuss this book on book club or just listen to us talk about books two and three, you can go to patreon.com forward slash romance of glance. Don't forget we are explicitly awesome. You cannot just search for us on Patreon. Okay. So I have a note just just because I'm just remembering this, right? So this so this series was recommended to us by Molly. However, she actually said that Carnal Urges in this series was her favorite, and that was the book I should read. But of course, I had to read it the whole series to get, you know, because I wanted to like get to it. Um, so so theoretically, she recommended Carnal Urges. Um, and that book is she, she was right. She was right. She was right. Yeah. I thought it was great. I love yeah. twinkly blue eyes and an Irish accent. I'm not going to lie. I almost <laughs> got dragged. I almost got dragged. When I say dragged, I mean 
walked because I was willing. And then I got dragged back by the person I was with who was like, are you sure you want to go with those two Irish dudes? And I was like, the fuck I do. Yes, I am sure. She's like, you're going to miss our tour bus tomorrow morning. And I was like, it'll be worth it. Oh my God. They had the twinkle Shawnee and they were just luring me. Oh my God. It would have been such a good threesome, but I was dragged away by a friend who just cockblocked me so hard. <laughs> that bitch. I didn't know her that well. I think she I was do. just concerned because she's like, you just met these dudes. And I was like, I should have been like, bitch, you don't know me. I was like, I saw those guys from across the bar and I was like, I'm going to get some. Let me tell you, I had a massive Irish dude in my past and boy, he rocked. Whew. He rocked me, boy. He rocked no. me. So, yes, please. Mm, yes, please. It was, it was nice. Accent. <laughs> mm. So nice. Anyway, I do give this book a four as well. Solid. It's solid. Huh. It's, it's, it's slow in the beginning, so like give it a minute to like, you know, get a little pep pep going, but yeah. it was a good book. Definitely a good book. Yeah. Well, Shawnee, we're off with a bang for our first read of 2023. <laughs> Hell yeah. And uh, we need some of those recs for the white shoes. We, uh, we got to round yeah. that out. Also, so. also, Shawnee, I would like to revisit Aliens. Yeah, because I'm feeling it. And mm-hmm. also, I would like to revisit rom-coms because I just read two that had um, the door was open, but like lightly open. Mm-hmm. Um, but it hit me in the feels train, Johnny. And I was like, oh, my God, I love the feels train. The feels and train. The banter, the banter was really, really good and sexy. And like like it, they just didn't go into like the the super, super deets of the sex. Um, so it was pretty light in terms of like the sexiness of it, it like book? the actual sex of it. What book was that? What book was that? It was by Emma Berry. Um, it's called Chick Magnet. I interviewed her too. She was a great guest. Um, and I just liked, I just liked it. I enjoyed it. I also just got a new one shipped from um, Berkeley. So I'm going to read that one too. But I just, I just feel like I want to maybe do not like 10 books, but like maybe let's do like two or three. Okay, sprinkle if, in a little rom-com. Listen, if anybody out there wants to do rom-com, okay, if if one person messages us and says, yes, I want to do rom-com <laughs> Bridget, then I will do rom-com <laughs> If one person messages us. <laughs> Honey, I want to squee. I want to squee in my fields. I want my face to turn red with happiness. I want my little face to be full That's of a so smile. Personal. I want to... <laughs> I want to squeeze the little book against my chest because I'm so happy. That's what I want. <laughs> Sheer happiness. Fine. I mean, an arousal I- of the soul, Shani. <laughs> Listen, I feel like aliens is a given because everybody right now is like the aliens are here for us. We, I, and I and would monsters, like, which and would be fun. I would like to get into the mode of an alien actually abducting me. So I really do feel like we should do some aliens. They could move in next door to me. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'll tell you right now, boy. If I if I came into like a large chunk of money tomorrow, I would buy that house right next door to you. I'd be like, I would annoy the <gasps> shit out of you. I would only be no. There you wouldn't. Like, it would be so good. The kids every morning would be like, "We're going to see Auntie Shani Nani," and I'd be like, "Great!" <laughs> and they would go have breakfast with you every fucking day, and then you would come garden with me in the garden, sure and it would be magical. It would. I would knock the fence down before you even knew it. You'd wake up with the fence. I'd be like, "Bridget, we have a massive yard now." <laughs> yeah, we don't need the fence on that. I've actually, me and Leo talked about this. We were like, we could buy the house next door if we had like unlimited money and no morals because there's no reason to tear that house down it's a perfectly great house yeah. um but 
we could build a grove and then stretch the driveway behind the grove and then we could have a whole front farm. <laughs> we had this whole conversation then we were like, no, nah, that's crazy. We're not going to do that. He's like, the ROI on that's impossible. And I was like, that's true. <laughs> it would be awesome though. <laughs> we also were like, I wonder if the park district would sell us like not that much of the park, but like maybe like the length of our back fence and then like, you know, 10 yards, 20 yeah. yards. So there's like nothing, not that much, like a slice. There, there's nothing even there sliver. though. Like it's so much grass nothing before there. it even gets to the park. So it's, it's just grass. Idea. Yeah, there's nothing there. It's not like, yeah, the park's on the completely other side. It's we're far enough away from the baseball diamond. It wouldn't encroach on that. I'm like, just talking about, you know, 25 feet. <laughs> But like 25 feet along our whole fence would be so much more yard for our, because then I could get a little tiny cow. Yeah, so, I could much, get a little high cow. so much room for activities. <laughs> so much room for activities. Oh, they're never going to do it, but it would be so cool if they did. Anyways, you guys, this podcast has been a sheer joy to record. Um, yes, many tangents. I hope that you enjoyed it. I hope to I hope to see you at book club uh, the second Sunday of every month. And uh, until next time, may your books be your lover and your hand your best friend. Bye for now, kids. We're back. Thanks for hanging in with us, romance readers. Head over to Instagram to continue chatting with us. We're super friendly. We want to cackle with you. We want to know what your favorite sex scene was. And we need more book recommendations. If you want to read along with us, go to our website, romanceataglance.com, to see what we're reading next. And we'll see you next podcast.